Hello, and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about post-pandemic planning and the kinds of things we might want to do. Well, I'm I'm fantastic. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was lucky enough last week to get my first COVID vaccination, so oh, I'm that's still giddy so about exciting. it. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting it because I'm not I'm not in the the right phase. But my husband is. He's older than me, mm-hmm. and when I I took him to get his shot. Um, and because he's not he can't drive right now because of a health situation so i uh they had an extra dose at the end of the day it was the end of the day they had an extra dose and they said i could have it even though i was (gasps) not 65 i said okay Um, (laughs) that's wonderful yeah and since i hadn't expected i mean he was getting obviously he was now he's had two doses um it just started it felt like it opened up this world to me we're driving home i'm like we can go out to dinner on our anniversary. We can, I said, I can go to Walla Walla. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm feeling like the light is shining brightly at the end of the tunnel. Oh, that's amazing. And I think it is, I hope it is for many, many people. It was such good news. We're recording this the, like right after the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was approved for by the FDA, right? Right, So it yeah. really feels like... This is sort of the beginning of a lot more freedom or a post-pandemic reality. Yeah, well, and and um, if the next stimulus package gets passed by the Senate, that has a lot of funding for vaccination in it. And so Excellent. hopefully that will help get more people vaccinated more quickly. Right. Some infrastructure improvements or what have you so that yeah. it's not an absolute luck of the draw or hunger game situation to right get, to get a vaccination when you're when you're eligible yeah so of course if i go to walla walla that means i can see you i well i i texted you to find out whether you thought by uh, my may which is when i would make this trip whether you would be vaccinated and you think you will be right i'm hoping to be um you know, we've had some conflicting information, but the last I heard was that um, March 30th is they're going to start um, 50 and over. So, Excellent. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're, I, I'm, I'm hoping then that I will be able to get vaccinated and can be fully vaccinated and, and have strong immunity by the time you get here yeah and we can um record a podcast or two together in person oh my gosh it would be so much fun (laughs) and i have to say that when you texted me this weekend asking me um you know how i might feel about that if i thought i might be vaccinated what my level of comfort was um i realized it had literally not occurred to me 
on an individual sort of personal basis what it would mean to be vaccinated. I'd been Mm -hmm. thinking about it, you know, in terms of like the entire community and herd immunity and and um, but not really thinking like, oh, my gosh, if we're vaccinated and our friends are vaccinated, we could actually spend some time with them you know i think we'll still probably be very cautious and Mm -hmm. um you know not just sit in a room breathing each other's air (laughs) um but like i i i brought it up to my husband and when i was telling him i started to cry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, 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 that's so that's so great i mean i i, I felt that it had the same reaction like i had not thought about it in those terms at all and when all these possibilities opened up i didn't come anywhere near tears but i was very happy <laughs> and, uh, we, we well just, i think we all know i'm a bit more of a crier than you are <laughs> that's right i don't tend to cry um we, we got an invitation yesterday from sort of our core group of friends here uh, like four couples who get together with a certain amount of frequency. We used to, I mean. And uh, the birthdays are coming up. And we realized I'm the last one to get vaccinated of our group because I'm the youngster in the group. Oh, and right. uh, we're, we're going to be able to get together in April to celebrate some birthdays. So oh, that's wonderful. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's so interesting. It's so weird. Like, I hadn't considered any of this like I've been so focused on I'm thinking in terms of my business and stuff on accommodating and being safe right what that means that I hadn't thought about what happens after um um, I've got immunity and it's uh, like I've left a whole whole nother phase of planning to go through now right yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. I had stepped away from in-person organizing for the most part after Barry had this heart event back in October when I just did not want to risk possibly infecting him with COVID. So I just have been staying home, and yeah. which is why I can't go to Walla Walla to see my 90-year-old dad until May because Barry can't drive until May. <laughs> right. So we're not going to leave him stranded. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've got to think, do I want to go back to working in cli- with clients personally or not? Maybe I don't since yeah. I have a... Um, a system set up now, you know, in place that's working well. Right. So it's it's very interesting to, to ponder. Yeah, it brings up a whole lot of questions, and and still, you know, the the vaccination on on both the greater community level and then on a very sort of individual person to person level is amazing. But then there's all this space in between. Yes. Right. You know where like. So you're vaccinated, but if you're around people who aren't vaccinated, you still need to take all the um, precautions that we've been taking of um, remaining socially distanced and um, wearing masks and, you know, all of those things and keeping groups small. And and I think a lot of that stuff I'm planning to continue to do for the most part anyway. But, you know, like to be able to... um, uh, enjoy a meal with with friends is just like oh that sounds so amazing <laughs> it, yeah it really does and, and when I said to Barry oh we can go out to dinner I thought then I I then I we might but 
our, our anniversary is in April. But then the idea of going into a restaurant and being unmasked while eating <laughs> just doesn't feel good yet. Right. But, yeah. So it is an interesting thing. And, and, you know, on a very sort of micro level where really my concern was my husband not giving co- getting COVID. Yeah. Um, I just feel so great that he's had both his shots. And in a couple of weeks, he'll be as probably be as immune as he'll get and of course right he'll we'll be wearing masks and everything for who knows how long (laughs) well yeah and i imagine it may be like it has been in in many asian countries is you you just wear masks Mm -hmm. um either to you know if you may potentially have symptoms or um you know during sort of flu season or something Mm -hmm. i don't know and someone brought up the idea of going to a play in the fall, like in October, November, and I cannot wrap my head around sitting in yeah. an auditorium with other human beings. Right. That's uh, like, I'm going to have to know a lot more about what the world is like then before I can make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's so weird. It is just, uh, it's so weird how our realities have changed in the course of a year. Um, of course, we're, we, at the big, a year ago, we never expected it to be going on this long, and now we have no idea how long it will be going on. Um, but, you know, the other thing that I re- reflect on is the, that's the accommodations and changes we've made because of the pandemic and how some of them, I think I definitely want to stick around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some good, there's some slowing down has been a good thing for me anyway. Right. Um, and right. I, you know, I'm not trapped at home with little kids. Oh, it came out wrong. Didn't you can tell? I <laughs> never did want to be trapped at home with little kids. Oh, I think there are plenty of people who feel like they're trapped at home with <laughs> yeah. little kids. Yeah. Who adore their children and also feel trapped at home. <laughs> yeah. Who really definitely want the kids going back to school. Um but, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to hop on a Zoom call, for example, and with ease and uh, get to see somebody's face. And that, that's yeah. the first thing that popped in my mind. Right. You know, it's so funny. I have not done a ton, but have done a number of Zoom calls with um, college friends of mine who we used to get together um, once a year. And then, you know, that sort of waxed and waned a little bit over time but Mm -hmm. um uh we had all seen each other well not all of us so three of us had gotten together in i can't remember january or february last year oh nice um and and it was so nice but but then and we've had this tech not you know we've had facetime we've had (laughs) zoom for years but it took this pandemic to realize that we could just pop on a FaceTime call or, you know, pop on a Zoom together. And it was really nice. Yeah, that is amazing. If it weren't for the pandemic, you probably still would not have seen any of those people uh, at all. Right. Because right. you wait till you can get together in person. Yeah. It's, um, although yeah. that said, like I got I had a Zoom call with my my college pals um, on Saturday and it, we realized that all of us except all but one are have had at least their first shot and that the, the last person is getting hers this week 
And, and it would hit us all like at the same time. Oh my gosh, there are five of us. We uh-huh. can get together in person this year for sure. More, wow. I, I think. Yeah. yeah. So we're busy um, trying to decide where and so forth. But uh, anyway, my point is this: we usually, see, I, just like you, I see them usually once a year, and I've talked to them on Zoom so many times, and it's so <laughs> nice. We're so caught up with each other. One of one of us has lost a parent in that time, and we weren't able to travel to that. Or when you lost your mom, I wasn't able to travel to go to you know presumably there would have been a memorial service and that stuff's hard when on the you know when you can't be the friend that you want to be in those situations but yeah but zoom's a good substitute for a lot of it yeah it is it is it's it's um been nice and and that's definitely one of the things that i'm happy to have um although i have to say the big zoom calls (laughs) I I just can't do it. (laughs) They're so hard. When it gets over, I think five is my maximum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about what I can do. And otherwise it gets, it becomes very unpleasant. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I love everybody on there, except for your birthday scavenger hunt. Oh, thank you. Which was such a blast. (laughs) That was fun. Thank you. I'm glad that you made that exception. That was different. It was just mayhem. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was complete mayhem, which was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I'll put a link to the company in the... um, in our show notes in case anybody else anyone wants to hire them to do a zoom scavenger hunt for it was so much fun yeah and you do it at home obviously since yeah it's on zoom yeah <laughs> yeah um what else do we have to say about post-pandemic planning well i think it is worth taking the time to sort of sort out the things that do feel um like they've been useful to discover or sorry yeah wow uh i was gesturing with my hands and forgot i had on a wired headset because <laughs> as you know i'm talking with my hands the entire time are. even though no one can see me right <laughs> <laughs> i do know that <laughs> which i have to say is also like a slightly mortifying thing when i see myself on a zoom call talking with my hands because you know my hands are like a foot out in front of me so they look huge (laughs) (laughs) it's like you know my head and shoulders and these ginormous hands (laughs) i have not i've been on plenty of zoom calls with you and i've not noticed that Well, it might just be one of those things I personally obsess about. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's. I think it's used to. It is useful to um, take some time and notice. You know what has been nice about how the last year has been, and what has been problematic, and you know what. What kinds of things have you been promising yourself? You know, I'll never let happen again. My big one is like, I am never going to miss an opportunity to travel again. Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, you know, I'm never going to miss the opportunity to see my friends again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an, it, I think that you're right. That exercise is, would be, is a good one to think about what, you know, those lessons, what you won't pass up. Um, think about those things that you've been promising yourself you will get to do so that you actually do them because there's such a 
high likelihood that we'll just get back into normal ruts, you know? I mean, right. It's, it's nice to be reminded. And then also think about those things that have been, have been that you want to stick around that came about because of, of right. um, the pandemic, like Zoom calls with your friends or, um, yeah. I don't know. Wearing a dress every day. The same <laughs> yes, dress every the day. Same dress. I will. I'm sure I'll be wearing it after. I mean, today is day 87, I believe. And uh, oh my so got, goodness, I know. Are I you gonna just wear weeks. it until it falls apart or it gets too hot? Um, I'm definitely gonna keep wearing it. Uh, so I can't answer how long I'll wear it. <laughs> but I had to go to the post office today, and I was standing in line, socially distanced, of course, and had it took a long time. So I was perusing the wool and website to, to try to pick up my next dress because <laughs> oh, so, you're gonna get a hundred dollar credit uh-huh yeah so um i'll now i'll have two dresses from which to choose <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah there definitely are things like that or um not wearing makeup am i going to go back to wearing makeup when i leave the house i don't know because i don't enjoy wearing makeup particularly mm. Then you shouldn't wear it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've normalized my appearance without makeup feels normal now. That's it. Yeah. 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 I, um, as you know, have very blonde eyelashes. Mm-hmm. So Same. I feel like mascaras. Mascara is a, is what helps me feel like how I look like I think I look. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It is. You were a long way, a long <laughs> It took a lot of words to say, make me feel like myself, I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, right. And so we all, <clears throat> excuse me, we all have our different thresholds on those things. Um, but it is interesting how those kinds of things have changed. Like, I have this l- fantastic purse. My, you know, my seatbelt purse oh, that yeah. I've been carrying for, at l- I don't know, I think I've been carrying it for six years now or five anyway, and it's made of seatbelts, and it's durable, and it's good-looking. Literally, I get compliments on it every day. I mean, yeah. yeah. And it's stocked full of all the things I need. Right. I haven't carried it in months and months <laughs> and months. And, in fact, I moved it. It had its place of honor in the kitchen, right? It had its own right. place. But I needed, like, we had some weird thing that needed storing. It was a food mill. So I, I moved it. Uh, wow. And, yeah, because I don't need it in, in my current life. So I bought a little bag, and I have a little wallet and a phone. It, no, my little bag holds my wallet and my phone if I don't have pockets uh-huh. for my wallet and my phone. And that, that, But that's a huge shift. Yeah, that is a big shift because yeah. that, I mean, that seems like part of you to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I always see you with that person. Yeah, I know. Next time you see me, I bet I won't have it. Wow. Um, yeah. And your shoulder will probably be grateful. Yeah, because it weighed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But, yeah, it's it's interesting to think about. And I think the other thing, too, is to remember that, that it's not like a switch gets flipped. Right. You know, we keep I talking don't. about after the pandemic. But, I mean, I guess there's at some point where they say that, you know, literally the pandemic is over because it was declared and then it ends at some point but i don't think it means that like we go back to to and i'm doing big finger quotes normal Mm -hmm. um 
you know, things have changed irrevocably in so many ways. Um, and there's lots of stuff that, like you said, I think it will be very easy for us to sort of just slip into um, a new kind of lifestyle if we don't actually spend some time thinking about what's important to us. Right. Yep. I think that's I think that's a worthwhile thing to do, and it was worth talking about today. Um, and, and the other thing that crosses my mind is that we're all going to get to quote normal or post-pandemic life at different times, right? It's right. going to depend on our when we're vaccinated, on our general health, on our who we're around. And also, what state you live in? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh-huh. and um, our personal comfort levels. Yeah. So, but for me, man, knowing that I can get myself, so I can check on my dad in person rather than just talking to him on the phone, yeah. at, at his age, and the fact that he's fully va- vaccinated, he got his second shot um, on Saturday, uh, is just means the world. Oh, absolutely. That is so wonderful that you'll get to do that. Yeah, I can't even, almost can't wrap my mind around it. Like, I'm li- I haven't done it yet, but I'm still looking forward to planning a trip. <laughs> I mean, all that means is I have to get a plane ticket and a rental car. <laughs> There's, right. I guess, a place to stay, but um, yeah, it's not like, yeah. But hope maybe when I'm there, restaurants will be open in Walla Walla, and um, I'll get to actually enjoy being in a wine town. Oh. Unlike well, last time nice. I was there when I drove in September and it was filled with smoke and nobody was outside. <laughs> right. But I did get pot stickers and takeout. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yes, they weren't as good takeout though. Well, we would like to hear from you, our listeners. How are you thinking about post-pandemic life? Are you making plans? Are you thinking about what you want to maintain and and what you want to change as soon as you can? Let us know on social media, on Facebook and and Instagram, we're at Getting to Good Enough. And on Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. And our number where you can leave us a message is 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. And you can always head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment there. But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. excited by the prospect of seeing you in person that I almost can't think about it. (laughs) I know exactly what you mean.